This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Grant joins us from Benguela Global Fund Managers with the market wrap this evening. Grant, good evening to you. Thank you for your time. Uh, good evening, Alexander. How are you? Wonderful, Grant. Always a pleasure speaking to you. How are you? I'm um, good, thank you. Good evening to your listeners. Fantastic. Um, yes, not the best day on the JSE today. What happened? <laughs> yeah, it's quite surprising. Um, but we saw softness in Europe as well. Um, we saw a bit of softness in Asia. And really, there was a real divergence of, of outcomes today. The miners were under pressure again, as we've seen literally day after day. Today, the bank's giving back quite a lot of gains as well. That dragged the index lower. Um, but we have to also talk about some of the gainers. Enough mm-hmm. past process continue to benefit a little bit from the, the movements from China and the support they're trying to provide to their market. And the other one that stands out is Anheuser. Anheuser-Busch, of course, the, the brewer. Mm-hmm. And uh, only, that was up over 4%. Now, this is a large global company. They make Budweiser and Budweiser Light. And what I, the only news I could find was Donald Trump uh, asking people to give them a second chance <laughs> after their disaster, in, their marketing disaster wow. of last year. They lost <laughs> a lot of money. I thought that was quite a fun story. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, the RAND uh, generally uh, holding on below 19, which is encouraging. It's a half percent better. Gold kind of flat, Brent. Oil also is pretty much flat, up only half a percent, given all the geopolitical tensions. Um, it's kind of everything's in a bit of a holding pattern other than the U.S., which is once again up nicely on the day, driven by some strong corporate earnings coming out of that side. Granta, multi-choice is up just under 5%. What made it rally today? We're still waiting for the takeover regulator to say something. Ah, yes, of course. Now, you'll remember that the board of MultiChoice uh, declined uh, the offer or rejected it on the basis that there was, they did not think it was high enough. So they didn't say they don't want to do a deal. They're just kind of saying they want to do a deal at the right price. So I think what's happening here is, is there's a collective willingness to do the deal that makes strategic sense. Yes, the regulatory hurdles still need to be uh, crossed, uh, and I think that's um, still a work in progress. But outside of that, I think there's a thinking that there's a higher offer coming. Uh, if they think they can get through those regulatory hurdles, and I think they can, or I think they've thought they can, and therefore probably some people coming and buying the stock again on the expectation of a better bid in the future. Interesting times. We'll be watching that one. Let's also speak about Uber. They've gone on globally to post their first full-year profit as demand accelerates. I'm very keen to find out what drives a Uber demand, uh, Grant. Mm. In, a really uh, strong result revenue up 15% year on year. They've been quite good. I mean, if you think through COVID when we weren't going anywhere, they quickly pushed hard into delivery. And of course, um, food delivery like Uber Eats and uh, Mr. D, etc. in South Africa, that kind of exploded through COVID. Uh, so that kept them going through the difficult times and they've maintained some of that traction. But of course, as we've come through COVID, uh, particularly in the rest of the world, there's been a massive resumption of travel and not only travel, but leisure. So, so um, people going to restaurants, people going to concerts, people going to movies. And of course, that means more trips, more, more communi- uh, commutes. And that's driving the demand of Uber. They have currently reached 150 million active, monthly active users. And I, I saw a staggering statistic. If you think about this company, it wasn't around 15 years ago and, mm. and, and we were all using taxis and, and the like. They were very difficult to get hold of. 
their revenue expected for the first quarter next this year is 3.8, roughly 3.8 billion dollars. Now, to give you a sense, that's about um, uh, no, that's I think I got the wrong number. It's it's 38 billion dollars, mm-hmm. which is actually about 772 billion rand wow. at current exchange rate. That's the amount of rand value of trips sure. people are booking, just in one quarter. Uh, it's quite staggering to to understand the kind of uh, volume they're tapping into. So yeah, incredibly strong. They they're driving revenue, they're driving cash flow, and they're driving profitability. This is their first full year profit, and uh, I suspect they'll continue to build from here. Very interesting. I mean, I know people grant to refuse to buy cars because, you know, they just have Uber. It's a very, very interesting dynamic they've bought for us. Let's also speak on MTN expanding its offering uh, to a small business lending market. It always uh, seems like uh, when we look at small business, when you look at the unbanked, that's where the growth is. But solutions for these markets is rather tricky. Yeah, it is. I mean, and, and really the, the, the themes, the key to unlock is through the analytical data analytics using AI to understand the consumer behaviors, uh, spending patterns and, and cash flow, um, and then use that to lend them small amounts on the understanding that, you know, through the mobility platform, the mobile platform, that they have a good sense of what the spending habits are and they've got a, a good sense of how to get that back. Now, key to the deal is the partnership with a fintech company called Jumo. They've been doing this in Africa for since 2015. So they definitely have some capability and some intellectual sort of skills and technology that can manage this process because it's also high risk. Um, you know, if you get it wrong, uh, you can lose a lot as well. So I think the, the partnership strategy is a good one. Uh, and, and perhaps this is the only way to get to this market. So I like what they're thinking. There's been a lot of success in Africa with fintech on the mobile platforms from both MTN and Vodacom as well as the likes of the Jumos of the world. So I think it's a good deal, and we'll, we'll see if they can get enough scale to move the needle. Let's talk Sappy now. They have gone on also to really post uh, a difficult uh, quarterly number, but also doesn't look like uh, they're feeling upbeat about their future prospects at this point. Yeah, this is a, this is a tough one. I mean, Sappy, Sappy and Mondi were almost um, you know, equal weights 15, 20 years ago, and uh, Sappy was heavily exposed to the the graphic glossy paper, you know, for magazines, brochures. Mm. But this has been a declining industry since the in, ever since the internet came about. And you can imagine how seldom we buy magazines nowadays. And so they still have over 40% of their earnings exposed to graphic paper. That, um, that demand, that volume is still coming off. They had some shutdowns. But essentially, they need to reposition this business. Sales were down 23%, earnings down nearly half. And they're trying to reposition. But it takes money. It takes investment. You can't just decide. You have to commit and, and deploy capital. Someone like Mondi has moved very far away from these products. They've specialized a long time ago into special specialized packaging, renewable, green packaging, etc. Sappy wants to make that move. But uh, I think they're going to battle to balance the debt plus the capex plus the declining market that they currently service. So they've got their hands full. Um, I, hope, I hope they get it right difficult one for them. Well, Grant, all we have time for this evening. Always a pleasure uh, having you on Power Business. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Nolisanda. Wonderful. Go well, Grant. That is Grant Neda. He's a portfolio manager at Benguela Global Fund Managers with your Wednesday evening market wrap. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.